Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. As moms, we are often juggling a million and one things. With our kids going in a million different directions, and taking care of everyone else can mean that we often forget about ourselves. It's time to reclaim a little me time with some well-deserved self-care. And for us, that doesn't have to mean a lot. It can be picking a favorite product and taking a little extra time to do our daily routine. Dime Beauty offers clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean either. They are 100% transparent about every single ingredient, so you can use their products daily with confidence. You know we don't have the energy to remember the order of a 10-step routine, so we love that the work system keeps things simple for us and has everything you need in one powerful package with a gentle cleanser, a toner, two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. Dime has over 2 million happy customers and their beauty reviews are literally all five stars. If you haven't checked out Dime, it's time. Love your skin again. Go to dimebeautyco.com now and unlock your discount. That's dimebeautyco.com. Say goodbye to diluted creams and serums that are often made up of 70% water and 15% preservatives, leaving minimal space for the ingredients your skin craves. The scientists behind fiber skincare have spent 15 years perfecting nanofibers, which are 500 times smaller than human hair. And just one year ago, they patented a way of wrapping these nanofibers around oil or liquid-based ingredients. The result was a formula that delivers five times more active ingredients compared to creams or serums with no need for fillers like water preservatives or emulsifiers. The first formulation made with this technology is a plant-based anti-wrinkle set of patches that you use over seven days, applying them just like your favorite serums, your skin will feel tighter in 10 seconds and over seven days, the program is clinically proven to reduce wrinkles by 19.4%. In fact, they have a tighter skin guarantee where if your skin isn't tighter in seven days, they will give you your money back. No questions asked. Go to fiberskincare.com and use code unfiltered for 15% off. 
Hey guys, this podcast is one that you cannot miss. It is uh, an amazing woman. Her name is Jamia. She is from the Instagram account Evolved Teacher. She has been through three pandemics. She is a teacher. She gives amazing insight. She is just someone that uh, leaves you feeling happy, inspired, and like we got this. Um, check it out. Leave us a comment um, and make sure you go follow her because wow, she is just one inspiring, amazing human. But I think it was really because my previous experience was teaching with nothing, a stick in the sand. So if you have no materials, like I was literally laminating with tape. So you have no wow. materials, you're creative, you figure stuff out. And my whole purpose is really helping families to connect with their kids deeply, but also showing that education is this fun, exciting experience. Welcome to the new series, Cocktails and Conversation with Kat and Nat. And we've decided to bring you all of these conversations with people that we like to have where there's a little bit of wisdom, always hilarity, and hilaria. Yes, some famous, some just cool. Some drink, some don't drink, but there's always a conversation. Cheers, join us. Wanted to show you that we have a sunroof. Yeah, that's what we were. And that we. I love it. I'm jealous. (laughs) So I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a quick intro, and then I want you to intro because I I found you on Instagram. Gotta love Instagram. uh, The the beautiful gram that connects us all all over the world. I was in awe of your teaching and your your philosophies and your tips, and I was like, the world needs to know you. You need to be the global teacher of Thank everything. You. So if you could explain then I, we talked on Instagram and you gave me some of your story and I was like, pardon. So I <laughs> tell our, our moms out there who you are and what you do and how you ended up. You're in Thailand, right? I'm in Malaysia. Malaysia and how you ended up there. Yeah, so I'm Jamia Drummond Bay. I'm a global curriculum designer, global teacher. And basically, my story started right after university. I was going to, uh, I wanted to be a doctor. And suddenly, I froze right when it was time to graduate and thought, oh my goodness, really? Eight more, eight plus more years of studying before I actually feel like (laughs) I'm of value, like important or doing anything, you know? Um, And so... I decided, I read this book, Mountains Beyond Mountains, and it was about this guy who went to Africa and he went from house to house uh, to provide healthcare. Paul Farmer is the, the guy's name. And so I thought, well, that's something. I'm broke though, so I don't have a benefactor. <laughs> what does that look like? No idea. So instead I decided to join the Peace Corps and volunteer. And the thing about the Peace Corps is they kind of send you anywhere. So the Peace Corps sent me to Turkmenistan. And this was during the war with Iraq in America. So obviously my entire family was not happy. They just thought, you know. Because not they said, only did you <laughs> just leave being a doctor, you also just decided that you're like out of here. That's so crazy. Where, 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 right. Where did your family, where did you grow up? Where did your family live? North Carolina. So I just graduated from the University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill. Okay. And so my my family was like, okay, seriously, 
is there something you're not telling us? Like, did you really graduate? Like, what's up, you know? And I just said, no, I just, I really want to, I really want to do something. So anyways, long story short, I get to Turkmenistan and I'm there and I'm like, I'm going to provide healthcare. And these kids show up and they're like, healthcare, we're trying to get out of this country. Can you teach us English? And I was like, what? I don't know how to do that. I'm I'm not a teacher. I, I have no idea how to even start. And the doctor who was my uh, counterpart came out of the clinic and I remember her grabbing my arm and she said, you said you came here to do something. This is what we need you to do, okay? We need you to figure out a way to teach all of these kids English. So I did, sticking a ground in the dirt, drawing the alphabet, like I just need to figure out how to do this. I have no idea what that means. And so from there, that began my education journey. And, you know, then because my background was in pre-med and chemistry, I had no education background. So I thought, okay, how how could I really be an educator? What does that look like? So I decided (laughs) that I didn't want to go back to the States and learn how to be an educator from school because Although I've always had amazing experiences in school, I just felt like we were failing at it. I really Mm -hmm. didn't feel like we had it right. And so I thought, why should I learn when I know we aren't doing it well? So I thought, okay, what if I go out and travel around the world from the countries that are known as the best countries in education and learn how to be an educator? How How did you afford to do that? So the first year I went teaching in Korea, I had like no money. I had $200 and that uh, when you teach in uh, Korea and some other countries like Japan, they fly you in, they pay for your housing, you know, now you have to do well because you have no money. So if you hate it, you're kind of stuck, you know, so I just kind of went out on faith, you know, and I thought, okay, I'll give myself a year. You know, and my thought was, if I was willing to go all in into medical school and be broke then, you know, but focused on why not go all in like and basically doctor my education? Why can't I have the same mindset as an educator as I would becoming a physician? And luckily, uh, when I went to South Korea, uh, my first few months, I did very well and I became quite popular. And suddenly I was like this celebrity educator there. But I think it was really because my previous experience was teaching with nothing, a stick in the sand. So if you have no materials, like I was literally laminating with tape. <laughs> so you have no wow. materials, you're creative, you figure stuff out. And so I started my experience figuring stuff out. And from there, I started designing curricula and traveling from country to country. So now I've helped design uh, learning programs in over 30 countries. I work with uh, Mindvalley, which is the biggest personal growth platform in the world. Uh, I collaborate with Oprah Winfrey School for Girls. Uh, I do a lot of different behind the scenes uh, programs for kids. And my whole purpose is really helping families to connect with their kids deeply, but also showing that education is this fun, exciting experience. And what I've noticed from teaching all over the world is that kids and young people can do way more than we think they can. 
And we're often the ones holding them back by telling them what we think they can do and what we think is possible and setting our own boundaries. So that's a bit about my story. I need to ask you one question that everyone yeah. wants to know. What what are the best, um, like the, the leaders in education in which countries? Because I know you said Korea, but like, is there, what, what makes them so unique that I'm like dying to know why they're so ahead of us? Well, they were them, but you know, the thing that I've found was that there are pros, extreme pros and extreme cons in every country. So there's no place where I would say this is the, you know, the best place. So for example, Korea, I love how uh, they really have such a deep respect for education. So kids grow up loving and wanting to learn. However, when they reach a certain level, when they're high school students, the pressure is just tremendous. So the suicide rate is also extremely high, you know? So yeah, academics is great, but the emotional health is not. And the idea of taking care of one's social emotional learning is pretty much non-existent there. Um, I love... Uh, some of the open classroom techniques in Finland and also in Singapore. I think those are amazing. I love what I've seen happen there. However, is open is open like outside or just it's like no, one room? It's one. It's more open as in um, the curriculum. So you have it's more like experiential based. The students have more of a leadership role. Uh, but what you're talking about being outside, the best school I've ever seen is the Green School in uh, Bali, Indonesia. And it is completely outdoors. The kids play with bamboo. When I went there, the teachers welcomed the kids with drums and singing. Absolutely amazing if you really want your child to have that barefoot connected with nature type of experience. You know, when you you were saying before that like um, education can be really fun and exciting and learning is fun. We just, we just know that if you're interested in what you're learning, you can, it can really be fun. And it's so sad to like, see the kids that are like, I don't want to go back to school because they have to sit in this classroom and do this, right. like this, this outdated um, pro, uh, uh, curriculum that is, Honestly, and I can I can see it a hundred percent. It's boring. My my yeah, mom, boring. my mom summed it up for me. She's in her seventies, and she goes, "You know, there's something wrong when not, this has not changed since." Because she goes and picks up my kid. She's like, "It has not changed since I was a little girl, and that was seventy years ago." And she's like, yeah. "That's a problem Every, if it hasn't changed. Like everything else has to evolve. How how come the education system doesn't? It's right. so unfair to the kids." You know, one thing I like to tell parents when they're considering schools is the focus is not the school focus on the teacher always if you want your kid to have an amazing learning experience find a great teacher because the teachers for example when I was in Korea one of the things that I did that made me like this celebrity teacher was I didn't care about breaking the rules I broke all of them and I was just like fire fire me you know and but what happened was the parents the moms loved me so much that I became such an asset that the school couldn't fire me there was no way and then uh one year I decided that my because it was a private school was super expensive and so I said you know moms I actually want to go and teach kids with 
who don't have um, this access to this type of education. All of the parents left this school and went to this other school with like not (laughs) half as much as they were used to, but they said, you know, we've learned that a teacher will really impact our kids' lives. And, you know, and and those kids stayed with me for years after that. How how did they have you for for years? So this is quite controversial, but um, this is (laughs) something (laughs) that these parents did. But one of the things that they did was they started paying because, you know, what I told you is that the parents left from this very affluent school to a much cheaper you know, school. So they talked to the director of the school and said, you know what? We want Jamia to teach our kids no matter what. How about we have an extra class where we pay for the extra seats <laughs> to fill this so that she can teach our kids? Like they were willing to do anything. Wow. And then Jamia, we created pods and all sorts of things. You yeah. know how crazy it is that you 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 were like sliding doors and you stepped on another door and it's like you are uh, so so freaking inspirational sitting here. I I like it is just your passion for teaching and learning and kids is like God. You're, are you still teaching right now? Thank you. Yes, I am. Your but kids I do are more. So lucky. <laughs> Thank you. That's Thank not you. Fair. That's not fair. <laughs> That's what I was going to ask, though, about you, about you, is have you been able to work with either like principals, head, mass, head people, whatever, to and have other teachers be open to your your way of thinking? Yeah, your leadership in this way. Yeah, that's what I do more now, because one of the reasons why I left Korea was because I realized that there there needed to be more kids and more teachers who had access to that. And with me being in a classroom all day, I had no energy to train other teachers or to help other kids. And, you know, also some of the parents had to teach me that I had more to give, you know, and I would say, oh, I'm just a teacher. And they would say, you are not, you, you yeah. are not, you know, and they would constantly um, show me, you know, the differences, because in my mind, that was, I was just doing things that an educator does, you know, and I didn't really notice many of the differences. Um, and so my favorite things now is really going to other schools and training the educators, because what I know that my, a difference in my background is that, I sort of have that zero box background where I didn't, I wasn't nurtured in an educational environment. So I never learned the rules, Yeah, you know? And so when I meet other educators, oftentimes they're like, yeah, but when I was taking my master's, we learned that, right. you know? And I say, but look at the kids. My, all of my feedback is the kids. If they're, if they aren't excited, I always ask, are you having fun? Are you, because to a child, Fun means more than just fun. It means, is it interesting? Are you engaged? Yeah. Are you getting it? All of that is wrapped up in that word fun, you know? It's so and true. So- and, and I, I um, you, we know as, as people, if we think about like when you took like a class or a subject that you were excited to learn about, often it was the person that was leading that was making right. it interesting for you. 
Right. Um, your your anti-racism or your education around that, do you are you able to implement that in your classroom? And you know, I feel like in this gosh, in, in all these conversations that people are having, I feel like no one's talking about how they're gonna implement these conversations in the schools and what that's where these, you know, Black Lives Matters and we have a really large indigenous population in Canada that like the last res- residential school closed down in nineteen ninety-six. And that wow. was where the government used to steal white children. I mean, sorry, indigenous children and whitewash them. Mm-hmm. And their parents wouldn't know they were gone. And it was the government who did it. And that wasn't taught till this year. And so I'm thinking, are you, I know you share, you, you try to educate on Instagram. Are you able to implement that in your global, your, your global learning or your global Be- teaching? Because also I'm thinking we're getting so many emails from the, the schools right now to telling us how we're going to come and all that. I'm like, I wish they were also laying out a plan of how they're going to change the curriculum to bring in more education about racism. Yeah. So I honestly haven't had to because I don't work in a United States. So it's sort of different, you know, Um, and the curriculum that my students learn is never based on U.S. or, you know, right. And it's all what I create. So I always design my own books, everything, which I did the first year. I wasn't supposed to. And crazy story. Um, so. <laughs> everything is a crazy story. And we freaking love it, just so you know. It's like you, you're giving us so much energy because we are a crazy story. She's like, crazy story. <laughs> I broke the rules again. Yeah, we love it. Okay, let's hear the crazy story. <laughs> so crazy story, my first year of teaching, um, you know, we had all of these books that were tailored after uh, what American kids were learning. And my students were just like, oh, we don't like this. And I thought, okay, this has to end. So I started making my own books, right? And because I'm African-American myself, obviously when I make my own books, I'm going to include diversity and inclusion. And also it's very important for me, whoever I'm teaching, that they are reflected into the learning. So I didn't have Cinderella. I had Korean uh, princesses, Kanji and Patchy, so that they would see themselves because also Asian students would sometimes play around with blonde hair and blue eyes. And I would say, but you know, is that you, you know, so making sure that they were reflected. So anyways, my students started having these crazy test scores, like beyond what they were expected to have. So I thought that I was already teaching the top students in the school. But what I found out was that they were they hadn't tested in as the top students. They tested in as the lower students, but they were now testing as the highest students in the school. So their parents complained and the not their parents, the parents of the other students of the similar age complained. Well, how is that class testing higher than my kid and my kids, you know, um, are supposed to be the highest. So the other teachers were being fired. And I found out and I said, wait, why are you being fired? And they said, well, we aren't making the test scores or something because of your kids. And I remember no. just having to confess and saying, oh, my goodness, these are the books that we're really using. I'm so sorry. 
we don't even use the school's books, you know, and just revealing <laughs> what was actually happening. And that's how I initially began, uh, became a curriculum designer because the school said, okay, you need to design a curriculum for everyone because this is insane. Um, and, you know, one of the things that I would do is when the kids opened their books, I would print out photos of just themselves and people who look like them and just messages that I would write. Like, I love you so much. I love your, I love your straight hair. I love your shiny black hair. I love your eyes, you know? And whenever they open their books, they would smile or they would kiss their books, you know? Whereas a lot of kids, when you pass out books, they're like, oh no, you know? So it's just a different type of energy around learning that I really think shifted that space. How did you end up in Malaysia? This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. As moms, we are often juggling a million and one things. With our kids going in a million different directions, and taking care of everyone else can mean that we often forget about ourselves. It's time to reclaim a little me time with some well-deserved self-care. And for us, that doesn't have to mean a lot. It can be picking a favorite product and taking a little extra time to do our daily routine. Dime Beauty offers clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean either. They are 100% transparent about every single ingredient, so you can use their products daily with confidence. You know we don't have the energy to remember the order of a 10-step routine, so we love that the work system keeps things simple for us and has everything you need in one powerful package with a gentle cleanser, a toner, two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. Dime has over 2 million happy customers and their beauty reviews are literally all five stars. If you haven't checked out Dime, it's time. Love your skin again. Go to dimebeautyco.com. 
dimebeautyco.com now and unlock your discount. That's dimebeautyco.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you've been following us, you know we are last minute planners when it comes to summer, except for this year. We even have one of our kids going to overnight camp for a month, a whole month. We're super excited for them, but we are getting anxious about not seeing them for that long. How will they cope? Will they make friends? Will they be homesick? We all have our own unique set of stressors varying in size and significance, yet when we hold on to them, they can gradually take a toll on our well-being. Fortunately, therapy provides a safe space where you can get things off your chest and find effective strategies to work through whatever is weighing you down. Therapy offers a place to discover strategies for stress reduction and balance in your life, helping you face life's challenges with new strength. Like when your tween goes to overnight camp for a month and you're trying to put on a brave face. If you are thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's completely online, designed for convenience, flexibility, and tailored to fit your schedule. Simply complete a short questionnaire to be matched with a licensed therapist, knowing you can switch therapists anytime at no extra cost. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash cat and nat today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash cat and nat. <laughs> so I came to Malaysia in February to film um, this course called Be Extraordinary for Teens with Vishen Lakiani of Mind Valley, And we were here doing some trainings for some of the students. And then COVID happened. <laughs> yeah. And so, you know, um, but it honestly made more sense to stay put here than to fly through so many different airports to try to get to the States. So I just stay put. Uh, you, you've been through how many pandemics? This is my third. Your third pandemic. I think that this would be your insight to parents. Cause you know, when I read your tips, of like how to connect, like I, I wish every teacher would follow you just because as a parent, I watch what you say and I'm like, you're, you're, it makes so much sense, but no one's doing it and it doesn't cost money what you're suggesting. And right. you know, it's just words you can use. And can you tell us about the other pandemics you've been through yeah. and how to go? Yeah. So the first one was my first year of teaching actually in 2009, that was the H1N1, um, pandemic and that one was pretty pretty much um lack of touch uh you know the hand sanitizer the wear masks um really we went from eating lunch together to having to eat lunch in our classrooms isolated we didn't have to go digital we could still uh show up in the class Although some of the parents just opted to keep their kids home. Yeah, this was in South Korea. Both of the pandemics I experienced were in South Korea. And uh, the second one was also in South Korea. I think this was 2015. This was MERS. And MERS is actually a type of coronavirus. So, you know, this is COVID-19. There were cases before this one. And MERS... uh, there is still MERS in existence now. So it isn't like, obviously, um, it mutates. That's why we have COVID-19. And so MERS traveled from um, the Middle East. And at first, it was an outbreak. 
And then it became a pandemic when it transfers from one country to another country. That's what makes it a pandemic when it's in multiple countries. And so when MERS came, that one was um, a bit scarier, but still not as a shock to me because I had experienced one before. So I kind of knew the routine a bit, but this one was more of uh, people had fear of one another. I noticed uh, in public transportation, if someone coughed, everyone would get off the subway or everyone would get off the bus or something like that. And so it was during that pandemic that I really had to put a lot of energy into the mindset of my students and making sure that they felt happy and comfortable because they were just receiving a lot of fear-based conversations at home. So are you watching COVID and being like, what the, like, are we doing okay over here or no? Like, do you know what I mean? Because you, you've watched this a few times. Right. Are you just like. I'm just like, why don't people wear the mask? I just, I just think the <laughs> mindset is just kind of, you know, okay, here's, here's what I think about it. You know, experiencing pandemics in Asia we were able to shut things down a lot faster, even where I am in Malaysia right now. In Malaysia, everything's completely open again, but that's because the society is more of um, a communal society. So I do something for you, even if I'm okay. We were asking someone um, that is Chinese, like, do, you know, do people wear more masks in China and all that? She goes, yeah they always do and we were like why do you think that is and she she said because we're more about we're a culture of of um wor- worrying about other people and taking care of other people so yeah. they understand the concept that it's not about them it's about everybody else yeah yeah even at lunch which you know coming from america being a teacher in asia the first two years there was so much unlearning just culturally for me as an American of who I thought I was supposed to be. And I really think that just shifted me as a person. So even the idea of skinship. So for example, in America, as an educator or someone who works with kids, you have to be quite careful. You don't want to touch them too much. You don't want to embrace, you know. However, in Asia, there's something in Korea, there's something called skinship. And it's skin and friendship. And skinship is one of the main things that we're taught as any type of leader, not only with kids, but especially with kids. And so with skinship, that means when I walk by my students, I need to touch them in some way. I need to rub their backs. I need to hug them. I need to kiss their cheeks. Can you, can you imagine they're kissing, a, you know? And so when I got to Korea, the parents, you know, would say, Jamia, your school mom. I'm home mom. My I daughter, my that. son knows you're me too, because I didn't see myself as just a teacher. I saw it as like teacherhood, like parenthood. And mm-hmm. so I would look at my students like, oh, did you, are you hungry? I'll get you breakfast. Let's all take a break and let's have breakfast together before class starts. And so the parents also knew that their child was completely <sighs> taken care of. I'm like, and so that just really also created this bond between the moms and I, and I say moms and not dads, not, um, 
basically for gender, but um, it, in a lot of these spaces, the moms are the managers of education. And so in this, I would- in this, in this place too. So the okay. place you're talking right now, they, you, they, there's no, everyone's like, thank you, thank you. Um, I, yeah. you know, I, what you're saying touches me so deeply. My, my daughter, uh, she's five, going into SK and last year, she was so afraid to ask the teacher where the bathroom was or how to go. She peed her pants and she sat in it all day because she was too scared or, I mean, the teacher was lovely, but it wasn't like she felt comfortable enough to go right. ask her teacher mom, you know, if it was someone like, like what you're saying, she could have comfortably gone up, but she sat in it all day. No one noticed. No one said anything because there's 30 kids in the classroom and I got her home and I was like, oh, you poor baby, you're freezing and cold. And you smell, you know, and then yeah. this year with the masks, they all have to wear masks back to school. And she's really struggling with, um, with, uh, how do I eat? No one's told them, right. What, what does it look like? How do I go to the bathroom? Like just little things that you, you can do at home so easily. And I think what you're saying is this is what we need right now, yeah. right now, especially in the schools is this permission to let teachers be humans, not just drive a curriculum out of a book right. and connect with the kids right now. And Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. I wonder, I wonder when we go back, if any of the, I mean, the teachers, it's going to be so stressful for them. And, and like, I, I, I don't envy their situation in a lot of cases, but I wonder if they're going to sort of a lot of some of them are going to sort of look inside and find more compassion compassion because also they're going to know that the kids can't see their faces and that they're going to have to i wonder if there's gonna be a bit of a shift in the coldness that some of the teachers have had did you find the mask barrier with connection when you were teaching your kids during the pandemic oh yeah it was it was it was very difficult for us in the beginning so it became a big focus for me to connect with them. I mean, my students are really used to me, like this big smiley energy when they came in. So they instantly walked in and just cried. 
uh, with the mess. And so um, I would create different playful things for them, like um, put Velcro on our masks and create little funny That's things so that we can stick on our masks. I'm a big sticker person, so I would put stickers on everything. I love that. Um, you know, just to create that energy. They, but they I also want to pick a different sticker for each day and decorate right. their mask. Exactly. Like for the, the day. Oh my God. That I love is... the Velcro too. Different faces like Mr. Potato right. Head. Mr. Potato Head. Exactly. Mustache, lips, you know, and also for different feelings. So for example, for your daughter, if, if I had a student who was shy or, or a newer student uh, and I always give extra love to newer students because my classes tend to be very bonded. And so oftentimes I'll notice when newer students come in, they think there's no room for them in that family, you know? Mm -hmm. And so, and I actually learned this from a picture one time, a new student drew and she drew me and the other students around and her standing on the side. And I thought, mm -hmm. oh my goodness, I need to learn from this, this picture that she is, she, she drew. So uh, one of the things that I would do is create little symbols for them to stick on their mask to show me when they have a question, when they're confused, maybe when they need to go to the bathroom because they may not feel comfortable saying something, you know, but they'll show and it's up to me to pay attention. Oh my, do you, I think I'm, I think I'm flying to Malaysia. I know, <laughs> we're sending our kids. Our seven kids. And whatever grade or age you're teaching, <laughs> our kids will just fit in there. If it's kindergarten, all of them will fit in there. Do you do like an online, like master class to help teachers with the things that you, like, could we suggest to some of our children's teachers to, uh, our, like, schools, we have two, our kids are starting new schools, and I'm like, how do, how do people get your philosophy, mentality, teaching, education? Yeah, I would do it, for sure. Schools, I usually, before COVID, I did a lot of live things, and that's what I flew around so much for. But yeah, I would be happy to. And, you know, I also want to say for the moms, don't be afraid to suggest this. Because one of the things that happened in South Korea and one of the reasons why things shifted wasn't necessarily the teachers. It was the moms. Yeah. So the moms took control over the schools, the moms demanded, you know, and the but moms can they said, buy a course from you? Can they buy something? Can they, you know, like, can they support you in a way? Do you have things that people can buy or no, not yet? Yeah, I have Good. Kid University. There's tons of there are connection courses, there are books, there are all sorts of things there. Because and we want to support you major Thank because you. You know, <laughs> this should, nothing should you, you're, yeah, you, yeah, I, we would, I would, I want to get the word out that people could definitely get access to your materials so they could, cause you're only one person and I'm sure you are going to be in, <laughs> you're in high demand. Well, Oprah Thank has you, so obviously <laughs> very high demand. Um, but yeah, that would, that, that's amazing that we can find that. Um, we, we are, uh, I'm obsessed with you and in a really not weird way. <laughs> I just think that I wish there was more people like you and I, I thank you for sharing and taking time and, you know, posting what you post. And we do live in Canada, but have a largely American based um, 
audience. So when you sh- when we share your your quotes, they're so friendly too. Your anti racism quotes, they're so <laughs> like the education pieces are so digestible to how to teach kids and talk to kids. It's really so. I like thank you. I know it doesn't sound like you have anything on your plate at all to do. It sounds like you got <laughs> nothing going on. Are you gonna stay? How, where 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 are you gonna? Live? Yeah, where's next? I don't know. Actually, I was just thinking about that. I did a poll asking people where to live. You know, there's a weird thing now with me because I've lived so many places. Now it's figuring out where do I fit? You know, what feels right? If I move back to the States, what state fits for me? You know, it's super weird now for me culturally as well. Um, And also because of what I do, I thrive around being in spaces where I can be around as many kids as possible. I have to be. <laughs> I have to we play. Have I have to. That's probably not enough, right? <laughs> Canada is a very lovely, lovely country. <laughs> Toronto specifically. <laughs> uh, you have an exciting life. I love that you're just like, where am I gonna? Like, I'm kind of, kind of jealous of that. I'm just all that you that you love what you do and that you could just live anywhere. You're in Malaysia. You're like, where's next? I'll take a poll. You guys, <laughs> I love that. You are such a breath of fresh air. You have your face just screams sunshine, and we love everything you're doing. I just wish that you know there was a million of you, but I guess if we, you you continue to get into people's Instagram and any way that they can find you, where can our our audience, our moms, find you? Yes, um, Instagram Evolve Teacher. Get on my list um, through Kid University. If some parents get together or teachers get together, and you want me to host anything, I'm happy to do that. I love to do that. You are going to um, get an influx of DMs. You better watch, <laughs> you better watch out. <laughs> I, you know, I really wondered when I was doing all of this and traveling um, so much, I thought, when is going to be the time when I will have an opportunity to give something back to my own country, you know, like North America, my own, you know, where I'm from. And it's crazy because now all these things are happening and I'm like, wait, I have taught through pandemics. Weird. You know, all of these things. And so I feel like I'm really being called to show up right now. I feel like all the things that I've had to figure out make sense right now. So I'm happy to, I'm literally just talking about what happened, you know? (laughs) So I'm happy to do that. Well, anyone who's been through the experience is exactly what everyone's looking for. And you sound like you're like, like your experience in your life and your, your wisdom, like you're 89 years old. (laughs) So I'm like, Oh my gosh! Like and, you, you and know so the much. other thing is, you talked about what you went through, and the pandemic ended, and then it. You know what I mean? And I think that that's the light at the yeah. end of the tunnel for a lot of moms who, you know, the Gong Show. I'm sure you've seen the news of people just panicking over this is very real, very yeah. real. And so yeah. it sounds like you've been through. This is your third, and so that means the other two ended. Right. 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 <laughs> they end. They do. And here's the thing. There are pandemics in countries all over the world, you know, happening all the time, to be honest, all the time. So um, this is one that pushed us all collectively 
you know, but even now countries in Europe are back running again, Malaysia's back running again, you know, so it, it does end, you know, but it is pushing us all to take care of one another a bit, you know, and I think this could be a powerful lesson in 2020 is for us to start focusing on the other person more. We're going to end on that because there's, there's nothing there. That is the, that's the highlight of everything is, you know, let's take care of each other a little more. And I just, I can't thank you enough for taking time this late to uh, meet with us and speak with us and everyone go to the Evolve teacher. And I'm sure you have links in your profile where we can all sign up and um, any way we can support you, please let us know. Um, I think across the board, everyone in our community will feel that way. So if there's a new course, if there's something we can get out for you, please DM us. She has resting smile face. I know she does. <laughs> and, and we'll get it out for you any way we can support. We would love to. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. It was a pleasure. <laughs> you're, 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 you're my favorite human, I think. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.